if you want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. And you guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out, and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want, and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do the things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Hey everybody, this is Sean Zalmanoff with Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. We are here with Kenneth Travis. And you know what? I bet if you ask Kenneth Travis how he's doing today, he'd tell you if he's doing any better, he couldn't stand himself. But, but let's ask the man himself. KT, how are you today? Man, I'm doing great. If I was doing any better, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we are joined by Alexa Ward today. And so we have producers on our podcast, you know, that do a lot of business. We have producers on our podcast and guests that, that do all different varying degrees uh, of business and where they're at in our, their careers. And Alexa's been in the mortgage business for a couple years now, but full-time originator for less than a year, about eight or nine months that, uh, that she's doing, uh, that she's been going at it hardcore. And there are some pretty impressive things, Alexa, that you've done in your business and we really wanted to share with loan officers, you know, whether you're starting out in your career or you need to start out in your career again, and today's the day that you decide to make a new beginning. Alexa, we, we really appreciate you joining us. We appreciate the story that you're going to share and the things that you're doing. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. When did you uh, start in the business? When did you transition into being a loan officer? What were you doing before that? Let's let the world get to know you a little bit. All right. Well, thanks for having me. So a little bit about myself. So I'm in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, I, my dad PCS here back in 91, and this was kind of always been home. I didn't always know that. So I started as a flight attendant before I got in the business, actually. Um, figured, you know, like everybody else, I'd find myself and travel the world. And so my dad, Rick Ward, is been in the business. This is his eighth year. And I was in Chicago, came back to Denver, and little did I know, dad had a plan for me that I didn't have for myself. And so he sat me down one day and was like, hey, you're coming to work for me. And I, being a rebellious daughter, said, no, no, thank you. <laughs> like, not happening. But I didn't really have a choice. I started April of 2017. This is when he told me that. And came back home. It was kind of a chance for me to rediscover the city I grew up in, being away from college and figuring out life after college and then coming back. So then with this new industry that my dad was in, I was always curious, but I never really knew what he did. So I started studying. He got me in the back end stuff to kind of know how to spell mortgage, know what the loan process is, all the basic fundamental stuff. And little did I know I would love it because dad always knows best. And thankfully you're recording this, so he'll hear that and hear me say it. But um, yeah, I decided to come full-time and quit being a flight attendant July of 2017 and stuck around the back-end stuff and started originating July of 2018. So that's kind of how I got into the business there. 
Yeah. So, uh, so I have to say, I've, I've known your dad for a lot of years. He's an amazing guy, uh, amazing man, and just been a really good friend to me. And, uh, and he's also one of our top producer huddle members as you as well. Uh, but enough about Rick, more about Alexa. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he's, a, he's, um, so you've been in our coaching huddle, I guess, for how long have you been in our group now? Um, I signed up when I, Las Vegas, that was around October last year. Okay. Gonna- About four months now. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, and yeah, and to Sean's point earlier, you know, we always hear these top producers that are being interviewed in the marketplace and how many, you know, millions of dollars that they're closing each month. And that's a story that we all like to hear and we like to, to get behind the scenes and look, you know, behind the curtain and see what they're doing to be successful in their business. Um, but, you know, Sean and I thought it would be a different flavor and that we'd go the other way. Not that you're not ex- successful, but you've been doing this uh, since uh, as a full-time loan officer originator since July 2018. And it was, it was funny because we were talking previously and you were like, yeah, you know, it started off. I mean, you went from zero to $2.1 million in virtually just a few months, right? And you said that very nonchalantly and I was like, Wait a minute. Come again? What did you say? And you said it again, like, yeah, but I'm still building, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm I'm really, you know, doing what's required to take my business, you know, to a new level. And I thought, wow, Alexa, wait a minute. You gotta you gotta hear me out here. Okay, hold on just a minute. I gotta turn my Alexa off. Coming up every time I say. <laughs> so, so just for some clarity here, the, that two point one million it, it was not one loan. That that was eight loans that that Alexa did. Yeah, to, to that amount. Just, just yeah. so uh, all of our listeners on the call are not wondering, well, did she just get one big loan that month? Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it, it's just amazing to us, Alexa. Like it really is amazing to us. Not from a perspective of like, hey, like um, like it's 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 it doesn't happen often. It's rare that you have loan officers coming into the business as new as you were, and, and in that short period of time having zero loans in July to eight loans in October for 2.1 million. So, you know, sometimes people, but you know, they just get caught, like they get in their own way. They can't get out of their own way. They used to be successful and they're not successful as they used to be. And therefore they just, they live, they're living in the past. And, and, you know, the message that we really want to carry today, what I think that a lot of loan officers could hear is it doesn't matter where you're at in your business. It doesn't matter how long you've been in this business if you want more success and you want to close more loans, like you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to change and you have to be willing to do something different because what you're doing currently, if it isn't, if it isn't working, like do something else. Right. So, uh, so just share with us some things, Alexa, if you don't mind, um, about, um, just some, just some things that you've got going on in your world and like, how does one go from zero to hero in just a you know, few months? Um, so I guess, I mean, it all starts kind of with the mentor. My dad, obviously you mentioned top producer. Um, he kind of, he's raised me always that wards never quit. And so I know what work ethic means and I know what laziness means. It's kind of, you find a good balance of it. But now that I'm in the adult world, you kind of have to, I mean, know what it takes, know what activities that hard work is that's going to get you there and execute on them. So 
my dad always told me, pick up the phone. You got to pick up the phone. You can't be afraid to talk to people. And so I would just literally go to networking events to meet people. I would have lists that I'd had and you just, you just call, make the calls. It's a cold call. Essentially. I'm new to the business. No one knows who I am. And so it's kind of like, Oh, Hey, like here's Alexa. I would like to meet you, get a cup of coffee. And they're like, who are you? Like, who is this? So it's going to be awkward. But if you are consistent, I mean, that's where it all started for me, picking up the phone and not being afraid to talk to people. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a, like that resonates with me because I remember in 2003, February of 2003, uh, when I got into this business, I did the exact same thing. No one told me to do it. No one gave me a script. No one told me what to say. It was just intuition that says, well, no one knows me. And I moved to a brand new town that nobody knew me. And like, I had everything against me. And I literally grabbed their local real estate books and magazines and I opened them up and I started calling agents. And if they were mean to me, well, I put horns on them, put an X through their face <laughs> and I wouldn't call them. But if they were nice to me and at least had a conversation, I'd circle them. You know, even if it was like, no, I'm not, not interested. I've got a lender. But that uh, wasn't your yearbook? No, that's not your book. the hearts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, you, you know, you don't know who you don't know and you have to start somewhere. And a lot of people just sit around and they hope. And I'm going to tell you, man, like one of the things I've learned in life is hope is not a strategy. So kudos for you for like doing the hard stuff, you know, and, and, and getting out there and getting after it, even when um, you, you know, were brand new to the business. So, uh, so mentoring. So tell us about the importance of mentoring. Um, you know, you talked about your dad kind of being there for you. Um, you're in our coaching group, you know, maybe share some things with us about the coaching group that you, you know, with us and what you've learned from that. And um, uh, maybe while we're different. Yeah. So it, um, for me having a mentor and obviously I am a little biased, I have a really good one with my dad, but it's important because being new, you don't know anything. And so it's kind of like, okay, well, how do I make this successful in my own way and put my, make myself a little different than every other lender in town? You got to kind of have that support behind you, almost like an accountability partner. So a mentor slash accountability partner, that's going to, you know, not afraid to pick up the phone and say, Hey, did you make your calls today? Did you do this? Like, okay, well, why not? And kind of not let you slack. And you got to have a little tough skin. You can't take it personally because you want to choose someone who's going to, they want you to excel and they want you to use all your potential. And so it's nice because when you're down on days where maybe every call that you make, except for one is a no. And I don't like to hear the word no. Um, it's kind of a pick me up like, Hey, what could I have critiqued or done better in my scripting? Or what could I have said this way to convert that lead rather than have them go with XYZ mortgage? So it's kind of nice to have that. And with coaching, so I'm in a group. So I'm with Kellen and we have, (laughs) we have several people in our group and they're all awesome. And I think what I like about the group setting too is, I mean, I've been to your guys' events and I've been to one, I'm coming to the next one too. And those are all amazing. But then even breaking it down smaller to a smaller group, you dive into a little more of like scenarios that someone might see differently than you do. And then having Kellen there to kind of, you know, listen and then throw in his piece of knowledge. And it's like, wow, like we, none of us saw it that way. It's kind of really nice to have that support 
and new ideas, fresh ideas, maybe something that like Brian on in my group is doing in Utah is different than what Leah is doing in California. And you kind of make it specific to your market, wherever you're at. So it's really important for everybody listening here, you know, the, uh, a, a seasoned loan officer, if you're doing 15 or 20 loans a month, you're at that point in your career. Like there was a time that I did it, that Kenneth did it, that Alexa is, is still doing it right now. And we picked up the, we had to dial. Like if you're not happy with where your business is and you're sitting here and you're just looking at your phone and you're like, ring, please. Like it's probably not going to happen for you. So you have to do something. You have to do the work. Our number one principle inside of our coaching organization is do the work and you have to take action. So Alexa, there's other things you did. You, you just didn't uh, pick up the phone and call, but you became very present in the community, specifically the realtor community. So what did you start doing there to get exposure and be known as uh, the Alexa that doesn't sit on your desktop? <laughs> so being new to and rediscovering my city, moving back home and all the building we're doing here, networking events. I went to a ton of networking events. I wanted to meet new realtors, meet other referral partners that aren't necessarily realtors. So like an insurance agent, an electrician, lawyers, financial planner, whatever it is, like I wanted to know who they were because they could all essentially be a tool that I could resource out to my clients eventually. And in return, like you have to meet people, you have to build your, your book of referrals and resources for your clients. So networking, getting out and meeting those people so you can build that book. Um, the women's council, I went to women's chamber. I mean, just literally Facebook local Google things. And you can find events, the young professionals in town, young professional networks. I did it all and it was exhausting. Like I may seem young, but I like to be in bed early. And so you kind of have to really exert yourself. And if you're not a social person, that might be hard. I don't have that problem, but you're going to be uncomfortable. Even for someone as social as me, it was a little awkward. I hate going somewhere not knowing at least one person. So then I'm that weirdo that's going to come up to you and be like, introduce myself and make you talk to me. So that I did that along with my calls and then kind of tried to, I mean, there's so many systems we can use, but if you can't track it or write it down, I made that mistake my first year. I was doing all this, but I didn't have it down. So I was like a chaotic organized. And so now this, this year in kind of July, when I started, I wanted to become a little more organized. So then you take those items that you're doing to get the business and you have to organize it and get it all together. So you went to all these events. Were, were they all home runs? You get business from all of them? Uh, no, <laughs> not all of them, but um, a lot of them. A lot of the people that I would meet frequently were friends now. Initially, no, but the more that I was consistent in showing up, they knew who I was. It wasn't just, oh, Rick Ward's daughter. It was Alexa Ward. So it was, and now I'm friends with a lot of them, regardless if they use me or not, they know, they know who I am. And that's where you can kind of be a little more choosy on, okay, how do you want to build your business? And now that they know me, now I can come up with a strategy to maybe dive in deeper with that relationship. Yeah. And let me, <clears throat> this brings up a really valid point for a lot of loan officers out there listening and you said it, it's like, 
they know who you are, right, Alexa? So Alexa's saying, hey, they know who I am now. Doesn't mean they're necessarily sending me business, but you know what they're not going to do? They're not going to steer that client to another lender because they don't know who you are. How many, how many realtors out there saying, who is this loan officer here locally? I don't know. I've never heard of them, right? Let me send them to my preferred lender, right? That stuff happens, man. Like I'm telling you, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes just being known in the marketplace and having a good reputation is enough to keep clients to you and not being steered to other to other uh, you know mortgage companies and or other loan officers out there. Just wanted to throw that out there because that happens. So, and that really kind of changes the game when, when they start to know who you are. So like you went to these events, you didn't start getting business right away. When did it really change? So first you had to figure out which were the better ones to go to, mm-hmm. but you got to kind of use a shotgun approach at the beginning to, to hit a lot of them, right? Mm-hmm. To figure out where that is. And, and now it's not an instant gratification thing. Like the problem with, with salespeople, with us as loan officers in particular, we try something once that everybody says works. It didn't work for me. <laughs> how many times you do it? Once. For how long? Four and a half minutes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. So true. Well, no wonder it didn't work. Like you got to put the plans in place in order to be successful. So like you said, your, the organization was a little chaotic and now you're kind of getting things streamlined. So what steps are you putting in place? Like, does that involve CRM, marketing, social, like what all are you putting in place for the Alexa Ward brand? Um, so I've done a lot and I've had a lot of trial and error in even just a short amount of time. But first and foremost, your CRM, because the people you're meeting, the people you talk to, it's hard to follow up with them sometimes because you forget, oh yeah, I made that call, but I left a message, never connected but you didn't put it in your CRM. So you forget to follow up. And then the realtor is like, well, okay, well let me know when you get a hold of them and they start getting irritated. So CRM is where I started because I wanted to track everyone I talked to, even if it's an agent, um, whoever, whoever it is that I talked to for the day, I track it. I write it down and I used to handwrite it all. I kind of still do, but you guys just implemented that lion's desk. So I'm trying to, switch everything into there. So that's a new learning tool because the best CRM tool is the one you use. I had an Excel spreadsheet that I made myself um, starting out and I know how to operate it well, but once my business grows, that's going to become unmanageable. So CRMs, as far as marketing, I'm trying to be, I like to be a big social media presence. So whether I'm good at it or not, um, I'm getting better um, as long as you're consistent. So video is like the thing. Everyone, you know, being newer, millennials, older people, whatever it is, everyone's sitting on YouTube at night or they're watching videos on Facebook, whatever it is, those dog videos, those goat videos, whatever it is, your face needs to be there. So I do a lot of, I'm trying to do a lot more live. I used to do them kind of set in stone. I'd record it and then post it. Um, I do a show every Thursday, the Ask Alexa show. I kind of have an easy one because with my name, the Amazon being out there, I took that and that's how I want to brand myself, like the real Alexa, Ask Alexa Show. I do that every Thursday on Facebook. I try to post it everywhere else, trying to find new ways to get more traffic to like YouTube and the popular areas. Um, You just got to be consistent no matter what it is. If you want to do a Tuesday show, Wednesday show, or just hop on live every once in a while, whatever you choose to do, as long as you're consistent and you do what you say you're going to do, then it works. 
She's like speaking our language exactly. I mean, like these words are, they could be flown out of any of our, of our mouths right now, but being consistent, doing what you say you're going to do. I mean, you commit to doing what you say you're going to do. Like it, it's just, it's just that simple and you need to rinse, wash, repeat. I mean, you just do it over and over again and the business comes. This is how you, in July, you close zero loans and in October you, you close eight loans. I mean, it doesn't matter, y'all, where you're at and you're, how many years you've been in your business. You know, we were talking uh, before we started here about loan officers living groundhogs. Day. Well, well, first of all, Alexa, there's loan officers who have been in the business for 10 years that have never closed eight loans in a month. But, you know, there's also a lot of loan officers that they've been in the business 10 years. And, you know, it really kind of translates into one year of experience. If you've been doing the same thing year after year, it might work for you. You might be exactly where you want to be, but you're really not gaining experience. You've got to be growing. I mean, like my personal philosophy in life is just, if I'm not growing, I'm dying. Like I got to be getting better. And you've started down that path from, from day one. That's, this is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, uh, to, if you're watching this, Sean's got this little thing on his uh, next level banner behind him. You can't hardly see mine, but it says N-O-I-C-T-S-Y. And that's what we call no one's coming to save you, right? And, uh, and that's just kind of our, that's one of our principles. It's like no one's coming to save you and you got to get off your butt and you got to do the work. You got to do, you know, everyone talks about being successful, but they just don't want to put a plan together and then be held accountable to that plan. So, um, so anyway, so Alexa, congratulations to you on your success. It really is genuinely amazing. Like I know that you were like, yeah, I mean, I'm working it. Like I'm and, and, and it's because your expectations are so much greater for yourself, but like, you know, like enjoy this time, enjoy the moment, enjoy knowing that like, you know, being at that, at that place in your business, it means that you're at least heading in the right direction. And, uh, and I couldn't think of anyone to be more proud of that, that had that deserves that success than you. So Thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your time today, Alexa. KT, you want to you want to send us out? Yeah, sure. Uh, so check it out, everyone. As I always do, pull over your car, grab a pen, because like you got to stay in the conversation. Like I always say, stay in the conversation. And we have a free app that allows you to do that. And uh, all you have to do is text the word next level to three six. 260 next level to 36260. Uh, maybe come out and see us at one of our next events. I know that's where we uh, met Alexa. She came out to our event, she eventually joined our coaching program and uh, is learning a lot and taking her business to the next level. And we'd love to have you, even if it's for a two day class. Uh, but we got other uh, value ads on that app. So put it on your phone and uh, stay in the conversation. And we'll see you on the other side. Appreciate you guys. See y'all.